Hey guys, welcome to the show. This is Braden here. Braden is from the States and I met Braden in Medellin last year. Braden runs a marketing agency, digital marketing agency in the solar niche. And yeah, so before we get into the like, you know, now that you're traveling and working remotely, you know, running your business from overseas, uh, right now you're in Buenos Aires, right? And uh, yeah. yeah, man, I just want to take it back though to like how it all started. Where did, it, where did you just, when did you decide to become an entrepreneur? How did this happen? Um, you know, was this something that you always wanted to do or you just kind of stumbled upon it? Got it. Well, thanks for the intro, man. Uh, good to be on the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, if we take it back that far, I will say that I never in a million years thought I'd be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I never even knew what you could have your own business. It just wasn't even a reality to me. You know, I grew up in small town, Nebraska, right? It's like Nebraska. entrepreneurship is probably not super popular there. It's like grow up and be a farmer. That's like the dream. Like, so, the fact that I'm even here, man, it's like weird. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so when I first discovered about entrepreneurship is, so I moved to Vegas, right? I had like a corporate job in high information technology. Okay. I uh, went to college, got a degree, got this job. Decided to quit the job and move to Vegas mm. because I just wanted to move to Vegas. It's always a dream of mine to move to Vegas. Right. So I did. And uh, while I was there, I was actually out of the club one night and this uh this dude comes up to me and like like i don't know we're just like talking to the same girls and he was uh like for so somehow we like exchange contact information he's like yeah man uh we should uh go out sometime together like right to go to clubs and stuff but and you were talking like, to the same girls or the same girl uh the same girls Okay. Oh, exactly. the same girl. It's the same girl. You guys me. bonded <laughs> off of that. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I eventually just like let him let him have her. Right, right. Basically, this dude became my business mentor, and he was, you know, kind of the marketing genius behind a very large YouTube channel. You know, mm-hmm. five hundred plus thousand subs. Cool. And you know, it kind of like opened me up to the possibility of like making money online. Right. And it was perfect timing because I had like just quit my job. I didn't really know what I was going to do. I was uh, currently, I was a club promoter mm-hmm. for like a Vegas nightclub. Okay. So I literally only got paid commission. I had to like walk 20,000 steps a night to just like talk to everybody. <laughs> and so like he showed me this world that you could like make a lot of money online. Right. You know? And he became my mentor and he kind of steered me in the right direction. He's like, yeah, maybe you should go into digital marketing. I'm like, I don't even know what that is, but I guess mm-hmm. let's learn, you know, and I bought my first course. It was like a thousand bucks. Bought my first course, went through that, just like had no results for like the longest time just because the belief wasn't there. Okay. And, and at this like, point, were you like, you mean by like you're cold calling, trying to like start it or what, what do you mean? Yeah. I was just trying to get clients. Okay. Like I wanted to like learn how to like manage people's social media. That was like my, that was the idea is like a, it is a social media agency, basically. Okay. So a little bit different than what I do now. Like the, Ty, like, the, like the Ty Lopez, like SNMA? It was the Ty Lopez <laughs> course, okay? I didn't want to give him a plug on the show because it wasn't a very good course. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, it, but it was a start, it was starting point. <laughs> it got me here, so I guess I can't, can't hate too much, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so um, yeah, I got started on the course. I went through the course really fast and I started like prospecting for dentists and I was mm-hmm. going to like manage their social media right. and I was in Vegas and uh, I felt very alone. 
for a lot of the times. Gotcha. Right? Because I didn't really have any other friends who were entrepreneurs. Like I kind of just felt like this one man island trying to like grow this business and I just had no clue what I was doing. Right. And I was, I, it was very much like a, a state of fear. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I lived in this constant state of like fearing of failure. Right. Like I was, I had no experience really with sales. I had no experience like, uh, like putting myself out there, going to business events, anything like that. Mm-hmm. Because I just hadn't had that experience in my childhood and growing up and stuff. So I wasn't accustomed to that at all. Yeah. And uh, so I, I started prospecting dentists and I, was, I would send emails, right? Mm-hmm. And I would like, I sent like 100 emails one day. I was like, all right, let's sit back and wait for the responses. <laughs> And there was no responses. Oh, there was man. absolutely no responses. So mm-hmm. that didn't work. And then I, I, uh, I would like print out these social media audits. All right. And I would laminate the pages. It would be like 30 pages. I would laminate them, put them in like the little uh, paper protectors. Mm-hmm. And then I would put it in like a binder, like one of those like binders that we used to have for school, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah those. Talking. And I would like print their logo and I'd put it on it. And I like, I drove around Las Vegas, like delivering these, like these little dentist offices. Like you, you were actually going out there. I was like, going out there. I would wear a fucking suit in like the 110 degree weather. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was rough, man. And I, like I delivered 30 of these one day. It was like a whole like eight hours of driving, basically, just like back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I remember the next like week, I was just like, all right, the calls should be coming in. Right, People yeah. should just be like writing me checks, you know? Mm-hmm. I think I was charging like $1,000 a month. But I didn't even really even pitch anybody. <laughs> I, couldn't even get a, I couldn't even get really a meeting. I had one meeting. I pitched mm-hmm. the guy at 1000 bucks. I was super nervous, like never going to call back. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, so that's kind of like how I started. Mm-hmm. And you know, how'd you deal with the, the loneliness and you know the that kind of like I'm afraid of failing, you know, and and whatnot. And yeah, like very slowly. Um, really. So it took me. Let's see. I started. You know, it was like I started the business in March 2017. Okay. Right. And you know that's when I got like my business license because you have to have that before you do business, right? And that's when I <laughs> built a website and business cards and all these things you don't actually need. Right. Um, <laughs> you just needed to start. Cause, cause, because yeah, because I mean, like the mindset was like you feel productive when you work for things that like you think you should do, mm-hmm. but it's just a way to avoid the things that you know you need to do. Right. Like I knew I just needed to pick up the phone and just call people. Or just like put on the big boy pants, just go in there and like be persistent, you know? Mm-hmm. But all these other things that I did in place of that was just a way to like not have to do the one thing. And I think right. most people do that in their, their whole lives. You know, everyone knows what they really should do, mm-hmm. but so many people fail to do it and they, their, their brain like puts other things more important than that just because they're scared to do the one thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I was very much living in like a state of just doing, but nothing productive. Gotcha. And was right. there like a moment in particular or was it just like a gradually just you winning at small things that made you come? It was, it was gradual, man. It was super gradual, super slow progress. Like, um, I think I made like maybe $500 in the first like five months or something. Okay. Well, it's like, it was, it was a side hustle. You know, I had my promoting job where I would maybe mm-hmm. like, two, $3,000 a month working like 20 hours a week or something. Right. 
And this was like a side hustle. I made like five, 600 bucks in like five months, mm-hmm. which is not at all how I thought it was going to be. I thought I was going to be at 10K a month, like nothing. Like, I was right. just like, oh yeah, two months I'll be there. Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's like so far from it. So naive, you know? And when, when was like the first, you know, like I got the real first client when you're like, oh shit, like I'm doing it, you know? Like this is crazy. Yeah, man. Everything started blowing up. I think it was like uh, October of that same year. Mm-hmm. So from March until October, like very little happened. I had like a trial clients and like somebody paid me to like make them a website mm-hmm. and stuff like that, like little jobs, you know, five hundred dollars worth. But then like the first week of October, I closed like three clients in a week. Yeah. And uh, I think I made like two thousand two hundred, two thousand two hundred and fifty dollars between three different clients. I think they were yeah, they were all three seventeen or seven fifty, seven hundred fifty bucks all day long. Do you remember that day in particular? Do you remember seeing that the first check or what? You know, whatever that deposit. Yeah, man, I remember seeing one of them was like PayPal. Two of them were PayPal, and one was like a, a credit card through Stripe. I think mm-hmm. I remember seeing that come through. Like I felt incredible. Yeah, like, I was like, yo, this I just replaced my income. You right. Know? And what did and you do just, different that that week? it was a different prospecting method. So like everything else I kept failing at, I was like, I would test and then realize it didn't work. Test, realize it didn't work. And you know, to be fair, I didn't test enough, right? The volume I was doing wasn't really enough for like a proper test, but uh, I was expecting like results with a hundred emails, for example, whereas you probably need to send thousand or something Mm -hmm. like that, you know, to get a call or whatever. And so this prospecting method, I started, uh, I started looking for people on upwork.com okay. who were already searching for like Facebook ad service, right? Mm-hmm. And then like I would look for postings on there that had their email address in the, in the bio. Right. So then I would shoot them an email directly because I didn't want like Upwork to take the money and like, I didn't have a good Upwork yeah. profile. So I'd reach out to them directly via email and then get on a sales call and then like, mm-hmm. close the number like a Zoom call like this. Yeah. Phone call. And so that, that was the difference. I did, I got three of those from Upwork in one week. That's awesome. And at that point when you got the money, were, did you, were you just ready to go? Or were you just like, oh, like, or was there like a moment where you were like, oh wait, can I do it? Or were you just confident at that point? I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna find a way to, to figure this out, you know? <laughs> they just Are paid me. Like, <laughs> delivering for the clients? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, you're, you got the sales done and then, you know, the fulfillment part, you know, did you, you feel confident in that at that point? Um, I mean, I was new at it, but I was motivated to figure it out for them at all costs. Right. Like I sold them on things that I maybe necessarily wasn't an expert. I wasn't an expert at all, but to be honest, we can become pretty good at something pretty quickly as long as we're willing to put in work, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I sold this one guy like Google ads, like Google AdWords it was at the time. So I would like set up search campaigns for him. Right. Uh, which you know, I did that, I got him traffic. Um, he later refunded okay. the whole amount because uh, his store, he sold like really expensive jewelry that he okay. like can make. It was very like niche, it was like dark jewelry. Okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> like- <laughs> so I bid it on these keywords for him and he like got real traffic and he like, he like complained and said like, oh, I was sending fake traffic, I wasn't actually running the ads. like. And he like talked to the credit card company and like got his money back and talked to him, got his money back. And so that one ended up like nothing, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that, that was my first client. Ooh, big win. Mm. 
And at this point, um, are, you, are you like just doing like general ads, like Facebook ads for just, or was it, it still wasn't niche, right? It wasn't niche. It wasn't okay. niche. I was just like, I'll do Facebook ads. For the other guy was like, uh, from Canada and he was running like ads to like a webinar registration. Mm-hmm. And he already had a pretty good funnel built up. He was trying to sell like a coaching program on the back end. Okay. And, uh, so I, I was managing his like front end ads to the webinar registration. That went well, you know, I did great. Um, I think we only worked together like two or three months because he wasn't closing anything on the back end. Okay. Um, which really is his own fault for not being able to sell the people on the webinar. He just had a bad webinar, you know? Mm-hmm. So that client eventually went away. And then the other one was like this little e-commerce store selling like some like health food uh, product called like Tiger Nuts. Okay. Tiger it's like nuts. a tuber. It's, it's, a, it's an actual vegetable, I guess. So it's, a, it's a nut. Okay. It's a, it's a tuber. It's like a potato, except it's really small. And it's, I don't exactly understand. I never even tried one. <laughs> I was like, I was doing like social media contests for this company and stuff. And, you know, it went okay. But <laughs> Nice, man. So, so, so you, I'm assuming you tried different, you know, different business, you know, models and whatnot, um, different kind of clients, niches, you know, and at some, how did you end up doing solar? You know, how did you end up doing that niching down on that and becoming like an authority in that? Yeah. So I got into the solar realm. Um, it was actually before, it was actually before those three clients because oh, really? I posted, yeah, I posted in, but I didn't stick with it. I posted in like a Las Vegas, like business owners group. I was mm-hmm. like, Hey, does anybody need like Facebook ads done? You know, I'm learning and I'm new, but if you have some ad spend, like I'll do, I'll do the work for free. Mm-hmm. I'll give you like a free trial where I'll like, right. help yeah, man. And I, I love that. I love that, man. I love when people are like are willing to do things for free just to get the experience. You know, I feel like some, a lot of yeah. people are just like, no, I, I want to get paid. You know, you just like right off the bat, like, dude, you have no experience, you know? Um, but 100%. I like that. Like yeah, and it's it's impossible. It's almost impossible. I was selling some guy on a call before this, a sales call before this. I'm like, look, man, if I couldn't produce the results of what I'm telling you, I can. I wouldn't be this confident in my ability to sell you, mm-hmm. you know, because you can't sell well when you're not confident about what you're offering, right? Unless you're like a sociopath or something, right? <laughs> like you're right. not supposed to be able to. It's supposed to go against your morals. Yeah, you know, it's supposed to. <laughs> it's supposed to. <laughs> I think some people can trick it. I don't know. I never was able to though. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this, I helped this solar guy for free and we ran like some solar leads. I spent like maybe five, no, I only spent like 400 bucks on ads mm-hmm. and I got him like 30 leads. which was actually pretty good yeah. back in the day. And uh, he even got a sale from it. Like he was a rep, like he was a sales rep. He like okay. was supposed to provide his own leads. So he didn't have like, a big budget and he didn't get paid very much on a sale. I think his commission was like two, $3,000 though okay. off of, you know, $300 in spend, which was really good. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I, I do a great job for him, but then he disappears on me. He just, just disappears. He just disappears. I ran his leads and I'm like, all right, man, are you going to be a paying client now? And like, you know, I was expecting for, to like bring him on as like an actual client because right. it went well. And he just basically disappeared. He even left me with $193 of the ad spend that I had to pay out of my own pocket. Really? Because uh, his card defaulted on my ad account. <laughs> okay. So Facebook wouldn't like let me run any more ads until the bill was paid. Right. And so I had to pay the bill for him. So I actually paid this guy to run ads for him and get him a sale. <laughs> so I had, I had really good luck at the beginning of all those, man. Yeah. Really good luck. 
I see that, man. But I guess the good thing is that you got a you can't got a case study of that one. Yeah, yeah. I put together a case study out of that one, mm-hmm. right? And that was key. And uh, like, but it really ruined my confidence with my ability to like do solar, just because of the way that like he made me feel when he left, and like I kind of like kind of forgot about solar for almost a year after okay. that. And how'd you bounce back to, into it? Well, I was at a conference in Austin, Texas. A guy okay. named John Loger. I met some amazing people at this conference. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're building like a consulting agency or something, definitely look into John Loger's stuff. Okay. Um, Australian dude, he's awesome. But uh, I was at his conference and he was like, he made us choose a niche. He's like, all right, what's your niche? What's your niche? You talk to everybody in the room. And he wrote an email for you on the spot. On the spot. Right? A cold email that you were supposed to send out. And you had to send at least 30 per day during this conference. Okay. A cold email that he wrote us, which was like, it was crazy. Everyone was in the room was sending out emails. And like people would leave the room to go take sales calls and stuff in the middle of the conference. Mm -hmm. And so he asked me what my niche was. I'm like, solar. I just like... It just like came up, you know, I didn't know really? about it. And he's like, oh, that's a, that's a great niche is what he told me. <laughs> and then he wrote me an email and okay. I sent it to like 30 people that I scraped from like LinkedIn, right? Mm-hmm. I scraped 30 emails real quick, just blasted it out to 30 people. And one guy was interested in a sales call. Okay. And I was like, whoa, this works. Yeah. This is nuts. And so mm-hmm. um, I didn't close the guy, but I saw like the potential of what I was and he also told me, like, you know, if you get a solar client, you have to at least charge $3,000 per month. Okay. And you to like me that. at the time, I'm like, whoa, that's triple what I'm asking for right now. <laughs> I think I was charging like $1,500. Okay. I had like one or two other clients and random mentions and I was charging $1,500 per month. Mm-hmm. So he tells me I can charge double to solar clients. I'm like, all right, we'll give this a go. You're like, I like that. <laughs> yeah, I like I those guess. numbers. And I already know how to do a funnel for solar. So, I started prospecting for solar and that's really how I. Is that when you say, would you say like everything changed once you decided to niche down? Mm, Yeah, I would say so. I mean, you start learning. I mean, I have other realizations that changed everything even more so than just picking a niche. Okay. Like what? Um, You know, without going like too broad, but like, or sorry, without going too specific, but like when I stopped selling marketing services, Mm-hmm. And started selling results. So, like, there's certain industries where people buy leads. Mm-hmm. Like, they do, they don't want marketing services. They just want contact information of potential customers who raise their hand right. from your ads. And I was trying to sell marketing services to an industry that just wanted to buy leads. And I was fighting it. Every sales call was like, well, how do we know this works? Mm-hmm. You know, we buy leads, but, like, how do we know that, like, paying you you know, $3,000, $5,000 per month to run our ads for us, plus ad spend, how do we know we're going to get leads from this? Mm-hmm. And I always had this objection. But then one day my mind flipped, I'm like, why don't I just sell leads? Why don't I just start selling what they're already buying? Right. You know, just do it better. And so, so it's just like, just go with the grain of the sand. Mm-hmm. You know, don't try to like go against the grain. Okay. They'll try to sell something to a market that's not already buying that thing pretty much. You know? That makes sense. Sell people more of what they're already buying. It's all <laughs> about the offer. It's all about the offer. Sales calls become so easy when you're offering something that they're already looking for, that they already want to buy. Mm-hmm. You know? How would how so much how, like, how, how, how much how much 
how valuable do you think or how necessary is like education throughout this process? Like going to conferences, you would just say it's high up there reading books, um, you know, it's personal development or slash, you know, being a right, being around the right people. Yeah. It's everything, man. You know, at the end of the day, we're really just products of our environment. And mm-hmm. so, you know, without going to that conference in Austin, Texas, I wouldn't have met like real life humans trying to build a marketing agency. Mm-hmm. Like everything, I was just online and I, I felt alone just like I did in Vegas, you know? Yeah. Really like my first marketing conference really. And I met all these like-minded people. We became friends. Like we talked about like things that we were doing, the struggles that we had. And so like that environment and being around like-minded people, super important to, uh, to your success. Mm-hmm. Because what it does is it gives you the belief, you know, the belief that you can do it. If you don't have that belief, uh, like you, you're going to be, the best way I can describe it is you're going to be hitting the gas while your other foot's on the brake. <laughs> yeah. Like you'll be lucky if you kind of just like chug along, you know? Mm-hmm. You're not going to go anywhere very fast though. But once you have that belief, your foot takes off the brake and then you're just on the gas. Yeah, I love that. And yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to build, but you got to get around people who are already doing it. You have to realize that, uh, you know, the people who are really, you know, quote, unquote successful are just normal people. They were just like you like two years ago. Mm-hmm. They're just a normal dude. You just have a normal conversation with, you know, at the time of this, this guy I met, his name was Nick. Uh, he had like a $3 million a year agency or something. And like before the conference, I'm like, man, this guy is so successful. And then I got to the conference, I'm like, this is just a down to earth human, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he's chill. He's willing to talk to you and like, you felt like, kind of like you're like i can do it too kind of thing you felt that 100 percent. i felt this so much after this conference and i stopped putting like successful people on like a pedestal you know mm-hmm. i stopped thinking that like i'll be happy one day when and i started realizing that like we're all just people yeah you know nothing really changes <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just literally it's like i mean i think it's just like a, i mean it's just obviously more things but it's like i feel like just like action belief and just surrounding yourself with the right people is like the, one of the best combinations you yeah know. That, um, that is a huge those three things are really important i mean reading books and education like those are kind of like having mentors but in book form it's right. less real than humans you know mm-hmm. it's less real because it's like words on a page a video is less real than real people because it's a video you know it's like you want the realest form of like other like your environment you know so other people ideally yeah but second best is like YouTube, follow people on YouTube, read books. Mm-hmm. It's like second best. You know? Gotcha. Yeah, man. So how, now with that said, how, how, tell, tell us about how you got to Buenos Aires, you know, and, and I guess you're just living there now or how's that set up out yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. I'm just living here. Um, just kind of making like the South American tour, I guess. Yeah. Oh, and actually before that, what made you decide to leave the States? You know, you're running the agency. I'm sure you're growing it. When did that, you're like, you know what? I'm going to buy a flight gonna head to South America and see what happens like you know was it just out of a whim or like you knew that there's people out there it was like, a person you know? I met it was a person I met one of my Another. buddies back in Vegas gotcha actually so yeah to give you a little context I was living in my parents basement in Nebraska okay <laughs> I, <laughs> I was 25 I was 25 mm-hmm. 26 I was 26 yeah and I was living in my basement of my parents house and every day I would like try to work on the marketing agency um, I had one client I was making like $3,500 per month from this one client. 
and was going okay. Like they were just on like a month to month contract. So I didn't have any guaranteed income. Mm -hmm. I had credit card debt because mm -hmm. I bought a bunch of courses and I bought like $4,000 worth of coaching. And like, I really tried to like invest in myself to, cause I, I believed in my potential to be better, right. you know? And so I spent a lot of money, some of it money I didn't have, you know, credit cards. Would you, say was would you say that was necessary? Uh, the coaching and all oh, that yeah. stuff mm -hmm. or the spending the money that you don't have. I guess both. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could have managed my money a little bit better. Okay. You know, I'm, I'm sure I spent it on things that like really didn't help me. Okay. Um, but yeah, the coaching, I would say, I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's necessary. I think it feels good for people to spend money on bettering themselves a lot of times, more so than the benefits that they actually get from the actual program. Right. But it does give you more belief and it does, it does help. Okay. But you just got to weigh the pros and cons. I'm not saying go drop $10,000 on like a coaching course. program. Like <laughs> find courses. If it's just digital, I would say probably stay away from it for the most part. There's some good ones but you can learn your skill set by trial and error and mm -hmm. the free content out there. If you don't have a lot of money to do that, but definitely like in-person coaching or like live coaching, I think it's more, a lot more valuable. Gotcha. So this, so this guy you met, he, what did he tell you? Hey man, you got to, you got to go to South America. Yeah. Yeah. So I was in the parents' basement. <laughs> oh yeah. Forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Can't forget about that. Can't forget about that. It makes the story so much better. You know? Yeah. In the basement, making a thousand dollars. Make three thousand five hundred dollars a month. Okay. I uh, I was terrified to do sales calls. I thought the key to my success was outsourcing sales, mm. which I would highly highly recommend you don't do. I would recommend that you learn the sales yourself. But I was trying to outsource sales, and so my buddy from Vegas like took like a sales training course, and I was like, "Hey man, do you want to partner on this? And like, you do the sales calls, I'll do prospecting, and I'll do like." Mm -hmm. and like we'll hire this other company to do the ads like we like tried to do like uh, a deal like that and so this guy had just moved to Medellin, Colombia mm -hmm. and I think it was like November 2018 yeah November 2018 he moved to Medellin, Colombia and he's like yeah man you gotta come out here it's really sick mm -hmm. I made a lot of friends down here there's like a lot of entrepreneurs it's like a good environment so I was like yeah maybe man maybe I didn't really think too much about it <laughs> you're like what's this Medellin man <laughs> Yeah, I looked it yeah. up and I'm like, okay, well, maybe Marcus is there. I mean, it would be fun. It would mm -hmm. make a good story nonetheless. So I bought a round trip ticket to Medellin, Colombia. I think it was like 900 bucks or something, which was quite a bit of money for me at the time. You know, I was just like yeah. still trying to pay off credit card debt and stuff. <laughs> so booking like, flights. I just started booking flights because I knew that your environment was everything. Okay. So you knew, you had, you knew that much. Okay. It wasn't a vacation for me. It was like, get out of the basement. Got it. Get out of the basement, get a new work environment, be around new people, be inspired by your environment, get out of the old habits and mm -hmm. ways of thinking that you have, you know, when you feel like you're stuck in a basement, just like trying to like grind, you know, mm -hmm. be inspired when you're trying to do this kind of thing. And I, I guess I knew that. I don't think I did, but that's how it ended up being. And so I, uh, I booked that flight. I told my parents, like, hey, can you watch my cat for two months? My cat. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll be back. Uh, I think it was March 1st. I was supposed to go back. Okay. And so you booked so, it for quite some time. Yeah, I was, I was committing to two months in Medellin. Okay. Right? And so I get there, and, like, 
you know, the first like two, three weeks, nothing really happens that much. Um, and then this is interesting. I don't know if this is relevant to your audience, but I did like a, like a meditation retreat. Okay. Yeah. I did a meditation retreat. Um, was that helpful? It was very helpful. It was very helpful. Um, yeah. And we, we actually did a, a spiritual journey on this trip. Okay. Right? Uh, did you trip. What did you discover about yourself? Um, I realized that, uh, like, don't run away from the fear was kind of the thing that I kind of took away from this. Okay. And like, I don't know, just kind of help me like face the fear. Like whenever you feel fear, like kind of like run toward it. And it gave mm-hmm. me, I felt like more ability to, to do that. But then like, once we got back to Medellin, this was out in the country, like two hours away from Medellin. Okay. Um, but once we got back there, like everything changed. Like we started closing sales, like within days, really? <laughs> like within like two or three days of getting back, I, I closed a client for $5,000 a month. Dude, I think I remember that. I remember I was there, there. Yeah, there. at WeWork and you were like yeah. so celebrating. You're like, dude, I just closed a $5,000 client. I was like, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, we just kept doing that. We just kept doing that. And then like, it was one week later, we closed the fastest growing solar company in the United States on another $5,000 per month retainer. Mm-hmm. And then like two weeks after that, another 5,000. And like, it was about a month later after that, another, the, the second largest solar company in the United States or third. We closed them on a $5,000 month <laughs> and then everything stopped. Oh, wow. <laughs> then everything stopped. Everything started going downhill after that. We couldn't keep that, that run rate, but it was insane. Dude, it sounds like you just need to go back to that retreat. <laughs> yeah, you got to yeah. send me their contact, <laughs> contact info, man. <laughs> Maybe big things I'll start happening. You. <laughs> there you go, man. So you, mean, you made like 20 grand in like a few weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's because I lost that one client that I had, like mm-hmm. right when I got to Medellin, I lost them. My, uh, my white label partner overspent on her credit card by like double on ads. And I wasn't watching it. So uh, yeah, Facebook, I got fired. Facebook, Facebook would take your money, man. <laughs> Facebook took all their money. <laughs> so I got fired from that account. So I had no income going to this meditation, spiritual journey, you know? Yeah. And but then like everything changed after that. Sounds like it, sounds like it was worth it, man really worth it. worth it and, and so then like after that you know you just fell in love i'm assuming with like being abroad being a, you just kind of just tra- traveling all over and then what where did you go and then you just kind of kept growing the business it's what you've been doing lately yeah yeah so i mean i fell in love with uh being abroad i loved uh the freedom that you feel like you have cost of living is a nice bonus mm-hmm. um but yeah i just like i wanted to be where i was treated the best you know, and I felt like right. people were nice to me in Medellin and in foreign and, you know, I wasn't in my parents' basement anymore. So I get a lot of yeah. things are better than that. Right. You're like, you're like, this, you're like, this is a lot better than, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nebraska so basement. After I closed all these sales, I, I called my mom and I was like, oh, mom, I'm not coming home. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep the cat. <laughs> I was like, would you mind watching my cat for an undetermined amount of time? <laughs> She must have thought you're crazy. What did she think? Are you, you know, what she, you- she's crying. She's crying. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I felt I felt bad, but like I was like, yo, I'm I'm killing it in business right now. Like this move has been really good for me. I'm gonna stay here. Yeah. And I'm ever since like, you just been abroad. Yeah, I visited. I went back for Christmas. I went back in July of cool. 2019. So it's like a visit, like mm-hmm. once a year at least. But yeah. 
That's awesome, man. And um, you know, what, what, so for someone for people who are watching this, you know, kind of want to get started on this. Like, what what, are the, what would you say is like the number one thing that they need to do to to get, if they want to become a successful entrepreneur, whether it's an agency or whether it's a, another business? You know, what would you say that from what you've learned is like what the first thing they need to, you would recommend to someone? Or better yet, what would you tell the younger Brajan? You know, from a few years ago, you know, that was just starting out. You know, what would you, what, what kind of advice would you give him? It's mm, a good question. Um, I mean, I could go super technical, but I don't, I really don't believe that the answer is in the technical. Mm. I really don't believe that. Um, I would say like mindset is everything. And you really can't skip ahead. You'll get it when you're ready for it. Um, everything that happens is, like I believe is pretty laid out okay. and uh, you, you keep going through the same things until you break through, you know? And uh, yeah, there's, there's no skipping ahead. I would say that like meditation and getting in control of your own thoughts and emotions, figure out how to do that because without that, you're just going to be driving with your foot on the brake and the gas at the same time. I love it, man. But so once you get that, you get the belief and then everything just flies open. It's insane. Everything flies up and it's you, you you shift paradigms. Mm-hmm. Like you can't look for the technicalities of like how do I do this? You gotta fix the overarching beliefs that you have about your life, about money, about uh, who you are, about like your potential. You have to shift your overarching beliefs about that. There's no there's no one answer to do it. You just have to you just have to want to. And you just have to keep on keeping on without ever giving up and you'll eventually get there. Yeah. Some people it takes longer than others. You know, for me, it really took me like a couple of years to really make much money online. Whereas some people like they just fly, fly open, you know, <laughs> Tyler has his course and all of a sudden they're making $10,000 a month. Right. Two months later, that wasn't my story. Is one better than the other? I don't know. I just needed more development. You know, it's all about personal development. I agree, man. Sam, where, where can people find you, you know, or if they're interested, you know, they, or they know someone that does solar, then, you know, maybe like, thinking yeah, that, you I, know. I stay pretty off, off the grid. Okay. Then, I mean, I, ha- I have Instagram. You can follow mm-hmm. me at Braden Miles Zua. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mean like, off the, I, I mean, like, I mean, like as in like to your business, like if, you know, if there's someone watching that, you know, may have a lead for you, you know? Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, if you have a lead for the business, like they have to be willing to purchase at least a hundred solar leads a month. Okay. Um, it can either be in the United States or Australia mm. and you can reach me. Uh, probably the best way is, uh, yeah. Instagram. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. Okay. That. So I'll just put it on the, in the video here sounds, in the description. I don't, I don't necessarily need to give out my <laughs> noun stuff. So gotcha. Awesome. Yeah. man. Well, if you're a big solar company, I'll find you. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> there, you go. there we go. They are cool, man. Man, well, thanks for being on the show, man. I love the story, man. And you know, yeah, thanks for having me, brother. It was mm-hmm. a good time. Good catching awesome. up as well. Cool, man.